Mark Twain said, The man who does not read good books has no advantage over the man who can't read them. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mindset Goal. Hello, I have a very exciting episode for you today. In this episode, I sat down with Dr. Danny Brissell. I did well, I sat down. I'm sure he was sitting down as well on the other side. And anyways, myself and Danny, we talked about reading, why it's important to read, when's the best time to start, what's the relationship between reading and success, and finally, how do we get people to read more? These are very, very powerful questions, and Danny answered them, and we had a great conversation over them as well. And then at the end of this interview, we actually went through some rapid fire questions, uh, so which were very interesting as well. So check it out. I hope you enjoyed the episode um, Danny's job, well, one of his jobs anyway, he teaches people how to read, basically. And he has a lot of resources on how to help people read more, enjoy reading more, uh, how to make it a habit, a routine. And you can find the links to those references and those resources in the description. So without further ado, I hope you enjoyed this interview. How are you then? Fantastic. Thanks for making the time. I appreciate it. Uh, likewise. Thank you so much for joining. How is it over there? Where are you now? I'm in Colorado today. Oh, wow. You're traveling back Always. and forth. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You're in London? I'm, yeah, I'm in London. Yeah. Um, nice. Northwest London. I don't know if you've been here. Oh, I love London. It's one of my yeah. favorite cities. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great city, to be fair. Very chilly this summer, but that's London for you. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> right, Danny. So today, I want to thank you for coming on the, the episode today, uh, talking about the importance of reading. Uh, and I'm going to ask you a few questions about, you know, why it's important to read. And I know you talk a lot about leadership through reading. Uh, so I want to discuss some of that as well. And I uh, just want you to share your wisdom with us. Perfect. However, I can you and your audience, George. Yes, fantastic. So first question I have for you uh, is why is reading important and when is the best time to start? Well, it's great questions, George. I'll answer the second part first. The best start, you know, it's that it's that saying, when was the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago? When's the second best time yeah. today? So uh, if a person's not a reader yet, it doesn't mean they don't have to become a reader. You can you can start right now. Um, gosh, and now I'm forgetting the first part of the question. Why is reading important? I believe it was. That's uh, it. Reading is, um, you know, it's in my studies of successful people. Uh, I have never read about a person that's successful in any industry, whether it's business or athletics or, uh, uh, you know, politics. The most effective leaders are always avid readers. Right, right. So it's just so it's just very important to keep developing your knowledge, keep getting better every day so you can apply it to whether that's athletics, politics, whatever the case may be. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what's important to remember is it doesn't the research is very clear on this. It doesn't matter what you read. What matters is how much you read. It doesn't matter if you're reading James Joyce or James and the Giant Peach. People who read more <laughs> read better. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. I tried to I actually uh, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins, and he says, you know, skip a meal, but don't skip reading. 
Yeah. So he he's uh, he's uh, you know uh, said in a few of his books. I'll read, you know, I'll read for 30 minutes regardless of what happens. It's just that important to him, like you said, for success. Yeah, I mean, uh, and Tony's mentor uh, was also one of my mentors, Jim Rohn. And Jim Rohn, oh, wow. yeah, Jim Rohn, um, he used to say that uh, poor people have big TVs, rich people have big uh, libraries. He's absolutely right about that. <laughs> I like that. That's That's interesting. Fantastic. Number two here. What's the relationship between reading and success? I know you, you mentioned it about, you know, the correlation between successful people read. Uh, so what's that? What's what's what? It, can you just go into that a little bit more? What's that relationship there? Well, I mean, it, it, you know, so it's interesting. So it's based on whatever you're trying to do. So you just mentioned that you uh, read Tony Robbins, George. I mean, well, sure. Tony Ro Robbins is probably uh, the top personal development guru on the planet. And so yeah. if you ever want to uh, be a successful personal development guru, basically by reading Tony Robbins, you're getting your own private tutoring sessions from the best. It will serve you. Uh, if you wanted to become the head of a, your own major company, you know, maybe maybe you should read things by Richard Branson. I mean, the man came mm -hmm. from nothing and uh, he's actually fascinating because he's also dyslexic. Uh, but, uh, you know, mm -hmm. I always point out to people, it's fascinating. A lot of the most successful people are dyslexics and uh, yeah. they listen. They listen to books and that's just as effective as reading them on your own. So, uh, uh, and I mean, when I people always laugh when I say athletes, but um, most of the successful athletes I've studied, uh, they use reading as a way of um, relaxing or uh, helping them a little bit better. Um, you know, before the NBA finals, when the Miami Heat were first in the NBA finals with uh, LeBron James, I could have kissed yeah. him because they showed him in the locker room reading a copy of Suzanne Collins, The Hunger Games. And I'm like, wow, you just did more for reading uh, than I can ever do in my lifetime. Just that one uh, uh, image. Yeah. And, and those books, by the way, are absolutely one of my favorite uh, series uh, to read. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Suzanne Collins, great writer. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it doesn't matter. I, I always tell that to people. It really doesn't matter what you read. What matters is how much you read. But I always also point out to students that you are what you read. So read good stuff. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I've been telling this to a lot of people lately. Do yourself a favor. Turn off the television news and read something that inspires you and lifts you up. If, if the news... Uh, if you if you come away from the news always feeling depressed and despondent, well, that's not serving you. Mm, you need to yeah. read something that actually serves you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and my friends, they always say, you know, I'd love to read. You know, I'm I, myself. I'm quite an avid reader. I tend to read just about every day. And and my friends always say, oh, I'd love to read a bit more, maybe like yourself, but I have trouble doing this. Wow. Uh, and then, you know, I say to them, oh, maybe, you, you know, read, read a page a day, which one did you make it a habit or, or something, right. um, get it into your routine. But then but then it's, you know, they don't do that. You, you miss out one day, the next day, it just doesn't doesn't work. And then like, how much can you actually get from reading a page a day? So my question to you is, how can we get people to read more? Yeah, so that's a Great question, George. I mean, that's, I have the world's top reading engagement program. That's specifically what uh, I do with people. It's called thereadinghabit.com. And that's what I always yeah. tell people is that, uh, you know, habits, a lot of people 
uh, will tell you it takes 21 days to change a habit. And I always say, well, show me the research on that one. Uh, it's a completely fabricated number. I know where the number comes from. It's from a, a wonderful book written in 1960 by Dr. Maxwell Maltz called Psycho-Cybernetics. And Dr. Okay. Maltz was a plastic surgeon. And in the preface of the book, he said he noticed it took most of his plastic surgery patients about 21 days to get accustomed to their new face. Well, yeah. a lot of personal development gurus, people that you and I respect, took that number and started telling people it takes 21 days to change a habit, but it wasn't based on any research. So actually in 2009, researchers at the University of London actually did a study on habit formation, and they found it took anywhere from 18 to 254 days to change a habit. And mm -hmm. the average was 66 days. Well, I don't like the number 66, so I threw in a bonus day. My program <laughs> takes 67 days, just over two months. Um, but why I tell people this is important to understand is, first of all, it depends on the habit you're trying to change. So, for example, if you want to drink a glass of water before breakfast, that might take about 18 days to turn that into a habit. But sure. if, you want to quit, if you want to quit smoking, that's going to take 254 days. Um, and... I, I, I really don't like it when I hear people say 21 days to change a habit since it's not based on research. I'm like, well, let's say, George, you're trying to lose weight. So you follow a diet religiously for 21 days. Yeah. But then on day 22, you fall off the wagon. Well, you blame yourself. And that's completely wrong because research says on average it takes three times longer than that to develop a habit. And so what I'm trying to do, I loved what you were in doing with your friends, George, encouraging them just to read a page a day. I'm like, yeah. that's better than nothing. Um, yeah. I'm always trying to get people to read 20 minutes a day because the statistics show that the kids that read 20 minutes a day usually are around the 90th percentile in their class. And uh, if, uh, you know, a tip I gave, I was speaking to a corporation last week and a lot of these executives said, oh, I, you know, I don't really have time to read. I'm like, well, yeah, who, who has time to read after you watch the game on TV, have yeah. a couple of beers, uh, go <laughs> shopping? I mean, there's no such thing as time management. There's only priority management. And I love hearing that you make reading a priority, George. And that's all I'm trying to do with people. The tip I gave the executives last week, I said, well, too many of us, we view reading has to be Charles Dickens and William Shakespeare. It doesn't have to be something as complex as that. If you want to just read the sports page every day, read the sports page. Uh, I always tell people, one of the I'm a, I'm a lazy reader, but I like sounding intelligent. And so I'll go to the children's <laughs> section and I'll read biographies of famous people that are picture books written for kids. And I learn a whole lot about these people. And often it yeah. inspires me to read something more complex about those people. So there's real simple ways to integrate reading into your daily routine. Well, that's an interesting one there. Um, I actually might give that a go, uh, the, the, the children's pictures book. Because I always feel like, especially growing up, grew up in church, and I always felt the Bible was so complex. And yeah. but you have these children's books about, you know, stories from the Bible. And it was it's you just get it like that. So that's a very interesting point there, Danny. It's funny that you just said that, George, because that's what uh, when I was trying to my wife was impressed. We were actually vacationing in, in England and uh, yeah. uh, she was like, gosh, I wish I wish I could find in the Bible the story of uh, David and Goliath. I'm like, oh, that's in First Samuel. And she's like, how do you know that? And I'm like, well, when I read the children's picture Bible to the kids every night, it always has pictures and it shows the, the reference. And I'm able to remember it because of the pictures. And so, you know, Walt Disney said 
people think in pictures and it's just yeah. our brains tend to remember one of the exercises I'll do with, I'll, I'll do with this with you, George, and yeah. your, your entire audience can do this right now. I'm like, okay, I okay. want you to, to think of an apple. So okay. take a moment, think of an apple. Okay. What did you think of George? Uh, red apple. You thought of a red apple. Okay. And uh, so some people they'll think of a red apple or they'll think of a Fuji apple or they'll think of an apple computer um, but I've never, ever once doing that exercise had somebody say, uh, oh, when you asked me to think of an apple, I thought of A-P-P-L-E, because yeah. we don't think in words, we think in pictures. Very interesting. I've, 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 I've known that, but it's funny hearing you say that, especially when it goes back to reading the children's books, you retain more information because of that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, great. Fantastic. Okay. So now I have a few rapid fire questions here for you. Uh, I believe it's seven to be exact. So we'll start it now. (laughs) Are you ready? I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Favorite book. Uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. Very funny book. Okay. Fiction or nonfiction? Nonfiction. I love biographies. Yeah. Reading for learning or leisure? Well, I think both, uh, they, they go hand in hand for me. Yeah. Like the story you said about Le- Le- LeBron James, uh, yeah. you know, some t- it's important to, to have a little bit of both there. Well, uh, I, love, I love being inspired. There's so many of these books that uh, I'll read a, a 400 page book, but if there's a two page story that's interesting, I'm like, oh, it was worth my time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Long books or short books? Short books. I have uh, I have the number one uh, book club online called LazyReaders.com. And uh, every month I update it with 10 book recommendations, three or four adult level, three or four young adult level, and three or four children's level books, all under 250 pages. So you have something you can read when you're stuck in a boring meeting. Amazing. I'll be sure to check that out. <laughs> uh, uh, fifth question here. When did you fall in love with reading, Danny? Not till I started teaching in the inner city. I, I grew up hating reading, George. Mm-hmm. I was always surrounded by by books and everything. And it wasn't until I, I started teaching in an under-resourced area where my kids didn't have access to the same things I had growing up, where I really pointed the finger at myself and said, shame on me. And yeah. uh, so I got my act together and started reading in front of my kids. Wow. Wow. I, I Same as that. After I, I'd never read before university. Uh, and and then I after I graduated, I picked up uh, my first book and it was um, an astronaut's guide to life on earth nice. and i absolutely fell in love yeah you see isn't it sad that uh, school does it, its best to make you hate reading and it was once you finally left school and got to choose the reading for yourself that it became yeah. a passion yeah it's ironic yeah very inter- yeah. yeah interesting <laughs> <laughs> uh, so six here what was the first book you remember reading um Gosh, I I remember reading it was a Berenstain Bears book, I think, where the dad was trying on different hats. I just remember lots of or maybe <laughs> Harry the Dirty Dog. Maybe that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, Clifford's great too. Um, what book has affected you the most? Huh. Well, that's a really good one. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you a book that because you're into personal development. Uh, yeah. One of my mentors, a guy by the name of Jack Canfield who uh, he, he co-created the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. But he has a book called The Success Principles, which after I read that book, I told my coach at the time, I'm like, you know what? I, 
I, for $20 in this book, it's filled with incredible research, great stories. I mean, it was worth it just for the bibliography. It's basically a $25,000 coaching program in a $20 book. And I, I bowed to my coach. I'm like, I, I'm, I promise I'm going to meet Jack this year. And uh, within four months, I met Jack Canfield, who was very, he, he was everything I had hoped he, him to be. So that's the book I would recommend. <laughs> well, absolutely. That's a very inspiring story as well. When you set your mind to something, you can really get it done. Truly, truly. Yeah. A fantastic. De uh, Dr. Danny Brussel, thank you so much for your time, for coming on the, the podcast. Um, I wish you nothing but luck and good fortune and good reading as well. <laughs> thank you, George. And just as a quick uh, gift to everybody in your audience, if they go to freereadingtraining.com, again, freereadingtraining.com, I'm going to give everybody a complimentary e-copy of my book, Read, Lead, and Succeed, which is a book I wrote for a principal who was having a difficult time keeping his uh, team positively uh, engaged. And every week, so I said, okay, I'll write you a book. So every week I give you a concept, an inspirational quote, an inspirational story, a book recommendation on a book you should read, but you're probably too lazy because you're an adult. So I also give you a children's picture book recommendation <laughs> that demonstrates the same concept. That's for everybody. Yeah. And uh, we, we, thank you for, for all that you do to encourage people, George. We need a lot more of you. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for that. And I will have that uh, the links for those in the description. So once again, thank you very much, Danny. Thanks, George. God bless.